So I probably say this a lot, but I have a, kind of a weird video for you today. And it's gonna require some trust on your part. <laughs> I need you to kind of bear with me, hear me out. If you're struggling with retroactive jealousy, I think you're gonna find this video very helpful. If you're struggling with obsessive jealousy, I think you're gonna find this video very helpful. Frankly, I think if you're a human being alive in the modern world, you could find this very strange practice very helpful. In today's video, I wanna talk about how remembering that I'm crazy helps me stay sane. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been helping men and women from all over the world overcome retroactive jealousy, overcome obsessive jealousy, and often save their relationships. If you'd like to connect with me one-on-one -on -one and you'd like more information about my work, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. Today's video, I wanna talk about a practice that I've been cultivating and practicing <laughs> for many years that is one of the best tools I have found to keep intrusive thoughts at bay, to maintain perspective on my thoughts, and just in general to live a better life, to let situations go, to let things go more generally. And maintaining this practice for so many years, every day, has been, I believe, one of the best things that I've done for myself as a former retroactive jealousy sufferer to keep retroactive jealousy at bay and to maintain awareness and perspective on my thoughts. What I'm talking about here is observing your thoughts as an outsider. This is not a new idea. This is not an original idea by any means. Philosophers over the centuries have been talking about this for a very long time, in particular in many Eastern traditions, particularly Buddhism. Maintaining awareness of your thoughts as almost like an outside observer of those thoughts, rather than attaching your identity to a thought, rather than thinking that your thoughts represent reality, rather than latching onto the narrative in your head that likely doesn't reflect reality and isn't actually serving you. Trying to observe your thoughts from the standpoint, often, of kind of like a detached outside observer observing paintings on the wall, not particularly identifying with any of those thoughts, and deliberately picking and choosing which of those thoughts to engage with and which ones to simply let go. Now, obviously, as you probably know by now, I'm a huge advocate for meditation. Any kind of meditation practice is the easiest way to get really good at this in a short period of time. No meditation is usually not easy. Many of you people have probably tried meditation in the past. You hated it, you had a bad experience. My suggestion would be simply to get back up on that horse, give it another try, give it some time to work for you. As I always say about meditation, I really believe the key to meditation is consistency over quantity. In other words, I think it's much better to spend five minutes a day, once a day, every day meditating than it would be to spend an hour meditating once a week. But if you're not interested in meditation, you know, that's okay. I understand I'm not gonna berate you for it, at least not in this video. When I talk about remembering that I'm crazy, and how that helps me stay sane, I'm gonna give you a perfect example. So this is embarrassing, but what the hell? I was sitting in the barber's chair not long ago, getting, uh, getting some work done, as you can clearly see. And I was kind of using it as a bit of meditative practice because I go to a barber, uh, I'm here in Indonesia, he doesn't speak English, I don't speak Bahasa, so we don't really communicate. So it's literally just me sitting in a chair like that for about an hour, it's a great time to meditate. And I was sitting in this chair and I was meditating and I was feeling good and feeling very calm, very peaceful. And all of a sudden, I had these kind of crazy thoughts. I started thinking about how it would feel and how I would react if someone broke into this random Balinese barbershop and started shooting up the place, started attacking people, maybe started attacking me, started you know, asking for money and started shooting people. And I was kind of playing this out in my head almost like a movie, like how would I respond in that situation, you know? 
Where's the back door? Where can I escape? Where could I help others? You know, would I be man enough to really stand up to this guy and take a bullet for these people in this barbershop? Or would I be a coward and cower away from the situation? And on and on and on and on. <laughs> and eventually I realized that about 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes had passed when I've been thinking, and that's all I've been thinking about for the past 10, 15, 20 minutes. My meditation practice is totally gone for the afternoon, or at least for my experience in the barber's chair. And instead of, you know, meditating and thinking thoughts that maybe I want to think or certain affirmations or even just focusing on my breath, a simple breathwork meditation, I was lost in this absolutely insane fantasy about what would happen or how I would respond if someone broke into my barbershop and started shooting up the place. And once I realized that I was thinking this, I started laughing to myself, I started chuckling, and I realized how crazy I am. So why am I sharing this with you today, this uh, random barber shop story? Because if you get good at observing your thoughts, eventually you'll have that perspective on a more consistent basis. Now, I mentioned that I went down this bizarre mental pathway for 10 or 15 minutes. That's pretty rare for me. Usually, if I'm having a thought that isn't serving me, or I'm lost in negative thoughts that don't mean anything, or I'm overthinking about something that doesn't need to be overthought about, I'm usually pretty good at recognizing that fairly early on in the particular thought process. It doesn't take long before I realize, Zach, this is an absolutely crazy thought. This is not worth your time. Let's focus on something else, right? And it's also a really good idea, I think, to have that perspective so you can laugh at yourself sometimes. So you can laugh at some of the absolutely insane thoughts that you might have every day. So practice this. Really, you know, for the next couple of days or this week or whatever, just try this as an experiment. And again, if you get good at meditation, this becomes much easier. But you don't have to be a meditator necessarily to reap some of the rewards, some of the benefits of this perspective. Start paying attention to how crazy you are, like on an ongoing basis. I'm not even talking about in the context of retroactive jealousy. I mean in everyday life, everyday context. We all have all kinds of crazy thoughts every single day because we're humans in 2021. We're humans in the modern world. We're bombarded with information constantly, day in, day out. There's all kinds of people trying to vie for our attention and trying to sell us things and trying to get us to pay attention and Instagram and Facebook and social media and Google and our email inbox and sales and promotions at the store. Like all day long, we're bombarded by information. So no wonder we might have a million crazy thoughts a day or at least a, a few absolutely crazy thoughts a day. Now, remembering you're crazy will help you stay sane because you start remembering that you can't always trust your thoughts. If you're having intrusive thoughts about your partner's past or you have some th questions about your partner's past as it relates to perhaps their values or their morals, you know, in those moments, hopefully you can maintain perspective and you can deliberately choose which thoughts are serving you and which are not. Which thoughts are actually worth exploring and which are not. Remembering you are crazy will absolutely help you stay sane. It will. And for God's sake, laugh at yourself. Cultivate this ability as well. Even in the context of retroactive jealousy, I'm serious. Because even in the context of thinking about your partner's past, I guarantee there's at least some occasion which a little levity, a little bit of you know, self-flagellation, a little bit of self-parody, laughing yourself a bit, can be really, really helpful in diffusing the situation, in diffusing the power of this intrusive thought in your brain. Because when you laugh at something, you're telling your brain that this is not a threat. I don't have to fear this thing. I don't have to fear this thought. I don't have to fear any thoughts, right? You're laughing at something. You're diffusing your brain's perception of the threat. Because so much of retroactive jealousy is our lizard brain, our hind brain, perceiving threats, right? I get people asking me, why can't I stop thinking about X? Why can't I stop thinking about Y? 
This is a big reason why I keep coming back to this question. What is the fear? Deep down, what are you afraid of? There's some underlying fear here. And the more you can call that out and expose it for what it is, the less fearful it becomes. That's a bigger topic beyond the scope of this video. But in the meantime, start laughing at some of this stuff more often. You know, do this more often because eventually over time, your brain will start to get the message that this is not a threat. This is not something that needs to be taken seriously. I have the answers I need about my partner's past. I have the answers I need about retroactive jealousy. Whatever the case may be, start laughing at yourself in these situations because it will diffuse the threat. Remembering you're crazy will help you stay sane. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.